I don't know, but we're live. Hello, okay. everyone, and welcome to the Tesla Talks podcast. I apologize profusely, uh, but you know what? Anyone that watches or listens to this um, podcast knows that this is hap- this is what happens when we go live, and this is what happens when you listen to the Tesla Talks podcast. Uh, eight, we we say eight o'clock, seven minutes, and seven it's, minutes yeah. behind. Yeah, seven's not bad. Se- not seven's, bad. Seven could be a record. Thanks, record. For, thanks for joining us today, folks, and thanks for tuning in. Uh, today, we have a special episode on, on, on the Tesla Talks podcast. Today, we are talking with two special individuals from the Charge Across Canada trip. Now, if you don't know what this trip is about, uh, stay tuned. In the next hour, we will explain it. We will talk all about it. These two guys uh, that I have on the panel tonight, they're the guys that were brave enough to actually do this. So uh, I, I had to get these guys on. Um, I know it was a little while ago, and you guys can tell me because my memory forgets, uh, um, fails me, and I forget what date it was, but you guys can tell me what the date was. But let me just introduce you guys. We'll start from the top, and we'll work the way to the bottom, if you don't mind. Uh, we have Jeff Fisher. He's uh, one of the gentlemen that uh, did the trip. Welcome to the podcast, Jeff. Good evening, you, everybody. I, I don't think I've ever had you on before, have I? Uh, I no. I apologize. I apologize for that. Jeff is. Why, uh, why would you have him on, anyways? <laughs> like for what? No, he, 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 no, he's. Well, I was gonna say. Listen, listen. To what I was gonna say. He's a very <laughs> avid Tesla enthusiast. He is a contributor in the in the Tesla community and EV community. Even he goes to all the uh, EV meetups and Tesla meetups and stuff like that. And he's very active um, in in on social media, especially on Facebook, where he he contributes and helps out with a lot of the questions and answers in, in the Facebook groups uh, for for Canada. So that, and he's also your friend. And that person that you hear in the background there that, that asked that, that question is Cyril, Cyril Wheeler. Um, he is, he's been on the show before. Welcome to the show again, Cyril. Thank you. Thanks for having me again. Yes, no problem. He was the uh, additional person or the second uh, person or the first, I, I don't know. I, there, there's, I'm not taking any, I'm not naming any priorities or anything. I, they, he was one of the two people that was on this uh, drive across Canada, and uh, everyone in the in in the uh, uh, YouTube uh, chat says hi. We have a uh, Bill Hamilton. We have a uh, uh, Julio. I apologize if I mess up your name. Uh, we have a. Uh, Montermo, if, if I we have we have Kaz, we have we have a few people in in the uh, uh, chat and are watching this live. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, thanks for taking your time, folks. We're going to get right to it. What we're going to do is we're going to talk about the trip. And uh, I think the first thing before we get into the actual trip, and if anyone's watching at home, I'm going to put a little slideshow in the background as as we talk, um, just explaining what was happening while we were while you guys were on this trip um but before we get into that who i don't i don't care i don't know if you guys have a uh priority who wants to to answer this question first uh, whoever wants who can but how did this all come about like who who was the brainchild or whose idea was this first or or where did the idea come from anyway well, age first. So go ahead, Jeff. Yeah. Um, actually, it came out of boredom uh, with with COVID and everything else. There was nothing to do. 
Um, and and uh, I can't go out and ski as much as I used to and things like that. So I needed to do something. Um, yeah. And uh, watching social media uh, and seeing so many people spreading the myths about EV travel in winter, um, I, I just decided to um, uh, go out there and, and do this because the more people get out and the more people drive and tell their stories, the more people will understand that EVs are awesome in winter. Uh, again, it was inspired by, by the previous trips that goes back, um, I think the first Trans-Canada EV trip was in 2012 in a Roadster. Um, it's been followed by uh, other uh, trips that, that took um, much longer than, than ours. And then um, uh, recently Trevor and, and Ian uh, on their um, uh, Halifax to Vancouver uh, trip. And uh, nobody had done St. John's, Newfoundland to Victoria, BC in the winter. It was done in the summer. And I think uh, Harvey is here with us. Uh, uh, he did it in an Audi in the summer, but... Um, yep. Uh, we, I thought that was too easy. So that's what we wanted to do was to, to, to take the, uh, uh, I guess, the toughest trip possible and, and do it successfully. Yeah, do we kind of take it to the next level, right? You yeah. know, go yeah. two miles zero to two miles zero, island yeah. to island, ferry to ferry, you know, and brave the, uh, the elements in between, right? And it was yeah. cold. <laughs> and it was what, sorry? It was cold and it snowed. <laughs> yes, as you can see, like I said, anyone watching at home or watching this live or uh, watching YouTube um, afterwards, like I said, the slide shows up and you can see the photos here and, and sometimes how cold it was and, and how much snow there was. And um, okay, so so that's basically how where the brainchild came from. And, and like you said, you, you gave credit and you shouted out to some people that have done it in the past. And um, you, you guys just wanted to and, and, and is that why you didn't do it in the summer? Because you, you knew, I, I know, Jeff, you said it was easy, too easy, but you wanted to bring awareness to the yeah, public to say that this can be done in the winter? Yeah. If, if now the media is talking about um, uh, EVs and, and so many people are posting not for Canada, not for winter, um, you know, you can't go anywhere in the wintertime and, and not suitable um, for, for uh, this country. And it's just not true. Yeah, I mean, and you can't say that any any drive across Canada, whether it's like mile zero, mile zero, or main, you know, mainland, mainland, it's not easy, right? Like no, you know, the guys before us, you know, didn't have it easy for sure. Like, I mean, it's it's nonstop, right? Yeah. You know, and for a driver to co-driver, it's you know, you got to be on twenty four seven. Like, there's no, it's not a vacation, it's not a holiday, it's just you know, to dispel myths whether it's summertime or wintertime, right? It's pretty grueling on, on the guys, you know, prior to Jeff and I doing it. Yeah. And the difficulties that we had had much more to do with weather driving conditions uh, than it did. I mean, there really weren't any problems with the car um, uh, uh, other than the frunk <laughs> freezing. <laughs> the frozen frunk, yeah. My fault. So, yeah. I mean, My we fault. had our, our issues that any trip um, this long would have. Um and, yeah. and uh, we, we, yeah, we can explain those as we go. But uh, the challenges were were there just because of the, the immensity of the country uh, and, and the distance and, and the cold. It was cold. Yeah, it was cold, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Right? And that, yeah, I guess that would be the, the usual. 
usual challenge or, or the biggest hurdle. Now, I want to start from the very beginning. But before that, I want to let anyone know that's watching this. Uh, if you have any questions for these guys, put it down in the chat, in the YouTube chat. And I will do my best. I'm by myself. These guys, these guys, I'm going to try to monitor the chat as they're telling the story. And I will do my best to get it on. Um, yeah, I will trust, I trust questions. Yeah. Be so, up, so. yeah, before we get um, started. The 20, and, there's a 2021 yeah. Model 3 long range. Not performance, though. Yeah, yeah okay. That, that's the first I can read that, the one of the questions. Way ahead of you, right? Okay, I know. I know you can. I know you can. Okay, so. I'm oh, good. you know what? I, I can actually highlight them, too. So that question is from uh, Gilio. Uh, he says, what year was your Model 3? Uh, and yeah. Is it long and, range or performance? And, and, yeah, and. Yeah. Yeah. And so it it was it was like you said, right? It was dual motor the long range, range. non performance. Yep. And actually I was lucky because I was able to basically pick the car for the trip. I had the trip in mind when I bought the car. Um and that that was just yeah. I mean I was gonna get the car a car anyway and, and um that, that's that's You mean I'm, another car? Yes, yes, it's, yes. Well it's my second one, right? So Yeah. Yeah, okay. And and here's one question. Uh, before we go any further, I know like this is further down into your trip and we'll get to that, but let me get the question out of the way before we forget from Bill Hamilton. He says, how's, how, how, sorry, how the heck did you manage the supposedly closed section called Kicking Horse Canyon yeah. east of Golden? Was it at night? Uh, that was the mad rush to the ferry, and as we came into BC, uh, there, were, there are lots of uh, signposts, plus we use Drive BC website but um, uh, there are several dis different routes several some of which were closed because of landslides um, and, and, and road conditions uh, and construction so basically as you go into BC there were signs um, showing which highways were open and which weren't and we we tried to stay true to the to the trans Canada um, but and and but where we had d diversions we had no choice so uh, we ended up uh, on on uh, the Coquihalla uh, through yeah. BC. Yeah, and that was difficult too because you know remember we went off road to try to find yes. a charger, and then we uh, got stuck with a road closure and we had to turn around and get back. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe you were sleeping at that point, but anyways, but that's what I remember. <laughs> driving off the highway. Yeah. Now you say no. that, but here's a picture of you sleeping right here, what? Cyril. No. 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 Before we before we get that's into a that, that's dummy. That's a, that's a question. That's a question. Like, how did you guys do this? Did you just uh, split up the driving tasks uh, evenly as much as you could? Uh, I'll, Cyril, you answer first, and then I'll tell the truth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So here's here, I'm gonna answer the question as honestly as I possibly can. So Jeff paid me an astronomical amount of money to drive him across Canada. To say he went across Canada, so I accepted. I took the money. Cyril, I'm going to stop you. I'm going to stop you because not everyone knows you're joking, and they don't know your sense of humor. People might like let, let okay. Let's try to be accurate as possible for this podcast. I, I know we, we're all yeah, we're all personal friends, so we all know the jokes and the little jabs and insides and stuff like that. But but for the people at home that might may not know Cyril, they may actually think you're serious. So honestly, you guys split it up, did you not? Because I talked to you guys a few times. Yes. Trip. Yes. 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 <laughs> okay, I'll try to keep it honest. Jeff and I did yeah. split the driving, and I was you know be honest with you, it was pretty much even, like all the way across yeah. Canada. And you know when we 
you know, we weren't going to push the envelope too far, you know what I mean, to try to push us when we were tired. We just kind of like nod the other guy, woke him up, and, you know, it kind of helped us, you know, whoever was driving to the next charging station, and we switched out. So it was really good. It was, you know, I guess maybe I was a little bit more mature than I expected to be, but, I, you know, <laughs> we, didn't push our, we didn't push ourselves past the stupidity level, right? You know, That's good. So I, I was I was proud I was proud of how we did it, and uh, you know I proud think, of myself how mature I really was. Yeah and, yeah, and and I think also the challenge really is you don't know as you're going into it how it's going to work. We didn't have any preset schedule, or or any idea. Um, no plan. The beauty of the EV is you're stopping every every two and a half, uh, two between two two and a half three hours for a break, and we kind of talk to each other and say you know you good for another leg. Um, I'll do another one, and and it was um, uh, it was as we went. But I think we were both aware of of how tired each other was, um, and how tired we were. And and I know um, at the very end, coming into Victoria, um, I drove um, from Nanaimo to Victoria. But just before Nanaimo, I had to stop. I had tunnel vision and um, couldn't make the finish, so we switched. Yeah. And I think we did that. You know, there were a few times that um, uh, I remember driving uh, through the blizzard in uh, south of Calgary, coming into Calgary, and and um, I, I had tunnel vision, and I and I had to wake Sarah up and just say, uh, you know, you're on, and uh, so I could grab a little bit of sleep, and then as soon as I felt recovered enough, I spelled him off. So yeah, but it wasn't it wasn't that you woke me up like I wasn't sleeping, so I don't know what you're talking about, but anyway. <laughs> But anyways, it was good. Like, it was really respectful of, yeah. you know, our safety, right, and the safety of others on the road. So it was uh, it, it was yeah. really, it was good. Like, I was really pleased with how we, you know, respected each other and, you know, the other people and vehicles on the road and say, hey, listen, you know what? This is not a race. You know, we're not jetting across to, you know, make any land records, you know, across Canada. We were just doing our thing and trying to make it, as safe and uh, informative as possible as we're coming out now to let the people know this is possible and you know we're not in a race and it wasn't that's awesome yeah yeah and no you guys i think you did what most people th that have done it before and will continue to do it did it the smart way in the safe way like you said cyril um split it up i mean there's no need there, there's no hero in this like to to try to push yourself so that was good that you did it safe um, I got a bunch of questions coming up, but before I, I get to these questions, I've got a picture on the screen right now of the car. Can one of you guys tell me uh, what inspired you guys to to put the decaling and the artwork on the car there? And I, I see there's some sponsors and a big shout out to some of those sponsors. Yeah, it was our it was our budget. Yeah, <laughs> I was broke. I was broke. <laughs> Jeff had a little bit of money left in the bank, so we bought some vinyl on Amazon and we cut the pieces up and I applied it. Jeff, but, you know, I, mean, I did. Well, I, I had the scissors. I cut them up and, and Cyril whacked them on. Oh, <laughs> yeah. okay. So there was no like no preset design. It's all no. at the top of your head. Oh, no, 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 it's all it's all right that's here. E this guy's mine right here. That's even better. I mean, I see uh, fast EV uh, shift shift electric vehicle. Um, um, uh, yes. evinsulate.com, uh, drive Tesla Canada. There, there, I, I'm sorry, I, I shouldn't have even started because I know I'm going to miss someone, and and I, and I apologize if I miss somebody. But you had a lot of sponsors and people that backed you for this, which is good. You're like a little uh, 
little driving billboard down the road when I see in this picture that you can't see some of the back end. So when the car was visible and not covered in salt or snow, um, you were able to see it, which, which is good. That, that's, that's, a, that's a good idea. And that's, yeah. um, I feel it, sorry because, because the last thing uh, Fast EV said to me when they gave me the, um, uh, the, the, the rims was uh, just remember, wash, 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 keep the car clean. And uh, that, that never happened. So, uh, <laughs> oh, well, hang on a second. I didn't clean the car. Well, you yeah, were yeah, busy you, sleeping while I was cleaning the car. You, you cleaned your uh, Wheeler Auto. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yes, true, true. <laughs> okay, let's get to some of these questions. Um, uh, here's one. Did you guys use the, the vehicle GPS uh, or did you use a, another or a better route planner as well to help with the routing and the charging? We used everything. We used we used Waze. I always uh, navigate with Waze and and let Waze and the car argue. Um, and uh, uh, plug share we absolutely needed uh, once we got off the Tesla network um, uh, in Nova Scotia and, and Newfoundland. Yeah. Um, a better route planner I did use for uh, big picture planning. Um, uh, just you know like, but but uh, for real time. Uh, in the car, uh, I think the car navigation between superchargers was most important because we could calculate the buffer based on how the car was doing, what the temperature was, what the road conditions were at the time. Um, yeah, so the, the, each app had its purpose, and each app um, uh, was... <laughs> there it is. <laughs> oh, good. Good to know. Good to know. Okay, another question. Um, where were we here? It's, it's, bear with me, folks. I'm trying to get all these questions here. Uh, Tesla supercharging all the way, or did you have to use a second party charger? I think you mentioned that about um, uh, the island, East Coast, right? Yeah. yeah. Cyril's a big fan of, uh, of third party chargers. Uh, maybe he can answer. <laughs> I think that's oh. sarcasm there. <laughs> third party chargers? Forget it, man. Don't go to Newfoundland. Just don't, just don't do it. Hey, I'm going there this I, summer. And yeah, you're right. There is you know any. The, the thing. The thing is, like, you know the market's going to be flooded pretty soon with EVs. It is a thing. Um, when you get to Newfoundland, oh boy, oh boy, be careful, man. Like there's only two chargers, right, in certain spots. And, you know, like I could just see them having, a, you know, a bit of a problem with yeah. transitioning. Like they have to move a little bit quicker to get the charging network out there. Um, once, yeah. you know, Nova Scotia, you know, obviously – New Brunswick, Quebec, Ontario, right? As we jet across, you know, Manitoba, Saskatchewan, you know, we're good. Yeah. But uh, on the island over there, mm, scary, very scary, very sketchy. Yeah. And, and Nova Scotia wanting, only has one. Yeah. Any, anybody wanting to go east uh, this summer, I, I would write the uh, tourism ministry and the governments of uh, Nova Scotia, Newfoundland, and, and uh and, and help the people out there because the people that live there are having are struggling and and uh, and for the rest of us that enjoy want to enjoy traveling there they really really need to get their um, uh, infrastructure together it you can do it but it is sketchy you don't know if the charger is going to work we had to uh, call in to get a couple of chargers started sometimes they're really slow a couple times um, yeah so so it, it really really is uh, uh, wild west, wild east instead of wild west but uh, yeah. <laughs> It's a whole different ball game, and if you're not, if you're in a Tesla, you're spoiled. So learning to I, I've had previous EVs before Tesla, so I I, I know how they work, and and um, but even still out there, it's tough. 
No, yeah. you're right. It is. Uh, we're, like, I, like I said, we're going out east um, in the summer, not in the winter. So it's going to be a lot, hopefully a lot easier than you guys. But my biggest thing I was telling my wife, we're trying to take the ferry over to Newfoundland. And we have a certain time we have to be at that ferry. And you guys, when you guys start telling the story in a little bit, you guys can touch on that. Uh, and, and after I come out of New Brunswick and I go into Nova Scotia, it's all uh, public charging. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I had to give myself a big buffer because in case one doesn't work and I have to make it to the next one, or like you said, call the company and get them to re reset the system or something mm-hmm. like that. or somebody's there somebody's there and they're charging because they're on the same schedule getting to the boat as i am so yeah it's 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 going to be a little nerve-wracking I'm, I'm worried about that but like i said i put contingency plans into place and hopefully we don't run into a problem they, they do need to get their act together there's, there's one charge point charger that's in a really important spot in in um, on, on the west coast of newfoundland and uh the screen is just black so mm-hmm. it, it, it the the actual charger is working, but there's no interface. And oh, uh, I think somebody had defaced it. So, so when we called in, they were saying, "Well, what's the station number?" And and it, it was missing. There was no station number. So it took us what about 45 minutes on the phone? I yeah, think, that, that was 45 minute wait. Yeah, before yeah. they before. So, yes. I mean, we're we're conscious of the clock, trying to keep moving. And and um, uh, these kinds of setbacks are just uh, they're going to happen when you're off the Tesla network. Mm-hmm. When you're off the grid, yeah. Jeff, what what is that um the app that you used that showed the pictures of people that were charging there like a day or two in advance? No, uh, that Remember was posting pictures? Plug share. Yeah. Plug share, okay. So for the people that wanna go out there, like you know, like yeah. Bailey, like you, right? Get that plug share app and then you'll see what's happening before you even show up, right? Yeah. Plus you know. Plus I had uh our our uh our uh F D cards from uh Charge point, charge point Flow, yeah. um, BC Hydro, which I used on the way back because they had nice free chargers. Um, and uh, what else did I have with me? I think I had green lots and others that, that I didn't need, but I, I had about five different um, uh, charging apps. In apps my yeah. Cards. Yeah. That That is also a good tip for anyone out there that's yeah. obviously maybe not planning the cross country like you guys did but are planning a trip a family trip or by themselves like i am yeah get those third-party cards i've already started yeah well get the apps is one thing but also try to get the physical card or the little uh nfc sometimes sometimes your phone works sometimes the card works sometimes the app works but but often one or more they don't work right only one of them works so you need so so yeah so let that be a let that be a yourself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, we got another question for for Cape Breton Island, Gas Bay Peninsula, and I think PEI also. Our, um, PEI has one charger. Nova Scotia has, has only one. So anywhere traveling out east, you really need them. Yeah, there's supposed 100%. to be a second one coming in Nova Scotia, but I don't know if it'll be here by the summer. Anyways, we got one more question, or we got a bunch more questions, but we got one question. Um, about the dreaded heat pump, and we know what happened with the heat pump this this past winter. Uh, we are not hearing much about it now, probably because it's warmer climates now. Hopefully, we don't hear about it uh, at at the end of the year when climate starts to or weather starts to go down. But how did the heat pump work out for you guys? What temperatures were you guys able to keep the car at while driving? Uh, we had temperatures down to minus twenty eight, and then about uh, three weeks before we left on this trip, I was in Sault Ste. Marie. It was minus thirty six. And uh, so that trip um, gave me confidence. We had no problem at all with the heat pump. 
the heat was not an issue. The car was fine. The only problem with the Tesla Model 3 is that the, the driver's window by the mirror uh, will ice up, right? Um, really? Yeah. Yeah, the, the driver's side mirror. I mean, we had really cold and we were, um, you know, we, we had terrible blizzards and everything. Yeah. So, so uh, we, we had a lot of ice form on, on the mirror, uh, yeah, uh, down by the mirror on the driver's side uh, window. In the, you mean the, okay. in the quarter glass, like where you look out to see the rearview mirror? Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, the, the glass has to be adjusted tighter to this, the uh, seal. That's within spec. But anyway. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Well, that's a separate good, podcast. That's a separate podcast. But here, here's the, the kicker too, right, Jeff? We, we had, we have to, you know, let uh, people know that we had EV insulate. Yep. So we had the battery pack underneath the car with some foam insulation and in the interior we had some EV insulate to keep the cabin warmer right as well yeah so the so HVAC system doesn't work as hard yes yeah. exactly heat pumps yeah. not working quite as hard shout out to Paul Hindle right yeah yeah EV insulate uh, I'd recommend it if you're going through really really extreme uh, weather oh yeah oh yeah I've, I've actually had people ask me does that stuff work I'm like yeah it works I'm not I can't speak to it uh, because I don't know the well, expert lingo yeah, and stuff here's, here's, but i've used it thing. it works your your battery is like are you going to leave your cell phone outside in minus 20. With it, you know, if yeah. you are are you going to insulate it to protect it to give it you know the maximum battery you know life that it can have it makes yeah, sense keep, right it makes sense keep it in your it pocket sense. keep it in your jacket yeah you sense. want to protect the battery and keep the battery as warm as you possibly can so yeah, in theory, the whole idea, it works. I think it did work and it did help us. I mean, especially when we're going through that storm. Remember, Jeff, I had to turn the heat off like a million yeah. times yeah. when I yeah. when I said, was, hey, listen, yeah. we're approaching like one-to-one -one ratio here, man. We got to shut everything down. Yeah. And if we fog the windshield, then I'm going to turn the heat on. But if we want to get more range out of this car, we got to shut the heat down. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's important. And at least we kept the cabin warm. Like we weren't cold. Right, like the the windshield was fogging the up. The cabin was comfortable warm. the whole time. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like yeah. we weren't like our toes weren't freezing, our fingers weren't freezing. Yeah. It was just like I got to shut the HVAC off because we need the range out of this car, right? So <laughs> we had conditions then where where it was minus twenty two. We were plowing snow uh, over the front of the car. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it was pretty in, intense. Yeah. It wasn't. Yeah, it was intense. And trucks coming out of transport trucks coming out of sideways too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we have another question here from Raymond, guys. Um, uh, which winter tires uh, was on your Model 3, and were you happy with them? On my EVs, uh, I guess the first one was the Leaf in 2018. I put Momo uh, North Pole W2s on, and I was super happy with them. They're about half the price of, of all other premium winter tires, and they're awesome. They're really hard to get. Uh, Quattro Tires in Quebec is the only importer, and um, uh, I know that the winners are in stock right now. Um, and uh, yeah, because it's summertime. Obviously, the winners are going to be in stock now. Well, no, but they run out all the time, so it's it's rare that they're there at all. So yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, but but um, uh, I swear by them. I've got them on both my my Teslas, and I had them on both my Leafs. They're awesome. Yeah. Okay. Uh, where am I here for questions? So bear with me. Oh boy! Oh boy! He says, "Oh boy." Uh, here's a question from uh, from Scott. Any hiccups with the Chatamol? No, Chatamol's really no. reliable. 
but yeah, it, no, it, it, was good. Yeah. It's slow, but it's reliable, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, 50 we never got fifty kilowatts. We got yeah. maybe what max forty six, forty eight at one time. So I mean, it, but it did yeah. its job. It it, it's, it's it max it was fifty. We we would see forty four, forty three, um, but it's certainly enough to charge and certainly enough to keep the battery warm while you're charging. So it's the best we have on the island, man. Like yeah, we had, it's yeah. the most we could possibly get out of that sucker, right? Yeah, you know. Yep, uh, and then we got one question. Well, you know, we'll take one question. Keep bringing, uh, typing your questions in the comments, folks, if you uh, want these guys to answer. But we're going to go to one quick question right now, and then we're going to get these guys to uh, start their beginning of their trip and then just briefly go through it. And if you have questions as they're going through, uh, we'll stop these guys and, and try to get your, answer, your questions answered. Uh, so this one is from Bill. Did you guys use uh, full self-driving? Was it involved? <laughs> uh, what's that? <laughs> exactly. No, no. This was before when, or actually, it was released at the time. You guys, am I correct in saying that? Ah, when you guys were in the middle of the yeah. I don't have it in my car. We used autopilot, and and uh, actually, in my 2019 car, uh, it has radar, and and autopilot um, works, and I've used it. But actually, there were software updates just before we left, and and. Um, uh, basically, it was useless. There, it's better now. Um, uh, I, I've been using it again here now, but but we completely gave up on autopilot um, during during the period we were traveling. Uh, I don't know what that update was, but it was absolutely useless. And yeah, also, we have to realize too that the, the snow covered roads uh, and conditions prevented us from using it a lot. But when when the roads finally did clear, you'd think, ah, oh, great, now we can turn it on again. Uh, and and it would uh, we'd have phantom braking and and it was yeah. it was uh, useless. Yeah, the phantom yeah, braking is bad. Like, even <laughs> even if you had like radar, the conditions that we went through, autopilot, yeah. full self driving, like my car has it, it wouldn't have worked. Like it yeah. was just packed full of snow. There's no way. You're gonna the rare occasions when when we had a, a clear road, um, it, it was not performing well. It was the software because it's much better now than it was. Uh, mm -hmm. And you mean you mean when I had a better road? <laughs> you always drove when the sun came out, right? So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so l let's start from the very beginning. You you guys started from the East Coast, and you uh, what city did you start in? And we'll, we'll go. We won't yeah, take we took the hard too route. long. Took the hard route. Yeah, we you took the hard route. route. Yeah, we'll we'll start from from the East Coast, and tell me what city, and we'll go province by province. But we're not going to. Uh, dwell on each province too much. Just tell me your yeah. highlights of, of, of that. A lot province. of people don't realize that you have to drive. You have to get the car to to to, to the east coast, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah you're yeah. you're actually and get it back home afterwards when yeah. you hit the west coast. Yeah. So you're actually doing the country twice. Yeah. If you twice. Think about it. yeah. Yeah. So I left uh, Burlington on February 23rd. Picked uh, Cyril up um, in Halifax on the 25th, I think. Yeah. Wanted to get me out of the car on the 26th. Right. And then, <laughs> yeah, tried tried to to to, to abandon him on the highway shortly <laughs> after that. But uh, uh, we took the ferry um, that we would, I picked up in Halifax at the airport. We drove straight to through Cape Breton to North Sydney, took the ferry to Port of Basque, and then drove to St. John's in in a day. Basically, we slept on the ferry right overnight. 
And then um, uh, we arrived in in St. John's, and the, the original plan, my original plan, was to wait at least a day, uh, check the weather, do some testing. I, I, I wanted to test the dash cams and I'll get everything ready. That didn't work. Uh, the weather report said there was uh, about to be a massive storm on the west coast of Newfoundland and the ferries would likely shut down. So that night we got in, I think it was around 10, 30, 11 when we checked into the hotel in St. John's. It was late yeah, yeah. and we retired. And, um, uh, but we realized then, right then, that we were going to have to just sleep for a few hours, get up and, and get going. Otherwise, we, we uh, risked um, uh, hitting the storm that we hit anyway. So, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, then we, that, th that was, uh, and those beer pictures, somebody gave us that and, and they were in the uh, hotel in Victoria. But anyway, um, yes, this is, this is uh, St. John's. Uh, and and then the ferry. The ferry. Sorry, sorry. I yeah. it, the slideshow is going too fast. I can't. Yeah. I don't know how to slow it down. Sorry, guys. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, um, we we met John Siri um, in in uh, Saint. He got up at uh, what time was it in the morning? We left at uh, seven thirty, eight o'clock. Seven thirty. Yeah, yeah. Because we, we left, left at eight. Yeah. Thirty. Uh, and um, uh, John Siri came down to see us off with his kids. Um, he he's the the um, he, he runs the uh, EV Society out there, and um, uh, it was nice of him to see us off at mile zero in Newfoundland. This picture is mile zero in Victoria. But anyway, um, uh, yeah, so we started driving. Crossing Newfoundland was fairly easy and uneventful. The car was uh, doing really well in terms of, of consumption, uh, and, and the chargers... Uh, at the beginning of the trip, were pretty good. As we got closer to the West Coast, uh, we had some problems, and we knew from driving to St. John's that that uh, some of the chargers on the West Coast were dodgy. So we had to really plan and time our trip, which I think we did a pretty good job of planning, but we didn't plan for the storm that was going to hit. And Cyril can take it from there because that was quite a storm. <laughs> yeah, tell us about that storm, Cyril. Well, I mean, I drove when the weather was nice, right? So, I mean, I drove when the sun was shining in the morning and when we left mm. St. John's and mm. I think it was Deer Lake, right? The, Deer we Lake. Needed a, we yeah. needed a charge in Deer Lake. Deer Lake, um, we had a long charge, right? And we long had charge, you had to do, the second, to do the second run, right? So, we enjoyed our nice meal. We were taking our time. And then we were watching, like, our charging. And because we had all the stats going out to St. John's, um, everything was looking really good and the car was performing, I think, beyond our expectations. Mm. Um, so we were pretty confident that, okay, we're going to leave at a certain time, a certain charge. And then Jeff uh, said, well, let's, you know, maybe get a little bit of a more of a buffer, right? Which was, I mean, smart. I mean, like for an old guy, he's pretty freaking smart. So we did stay a little longer. We did get an extra buffer, um, which we well needed because wow. Jeff yeah. started driving, right? So obviously we need a buffer and then we hit that massive storm. So, um, and then it became a whole different challenge, right? To try to get off the Island and make the ferry. Right. So when we started knowing, uh, seeing the snow coming, the temperature dropping, um, it became a numbers game. And between Jeff and I, um, we just had to start really thinking about driving technique. Um, you know, I mean, but there was like, there was no one to draft, right? There was, 
there were no vehicles. There were no, no vehicles on the road. Couldn't tell there's where the no, road was. Yeah. yeah. No, nobody plowing, right? No so <laughs> it was like it was, and there's no tracks to drive in, right? So we have everything fighting against us. And um, yes, we had a little bit of a buffer. If we had known this, we would have had a bigger buffer going through. Um, <laughs> luckily, all the ferries several God. times. Yeah, the ferry like we were coming, and and we have now an intimate relationship with the ferry people. Now, um, so you guys call the ferry because now yeah, you're like trying to make it to a tra ferry, yes. and you don't want it to leave without you guys, right? Yes. Right, because yeah. it was it, critical for the whole trip. Right, yeah, it, it was like this was the beginning of the trip, right? So, on the other hand, it was good that it happened because it prepared us for the rest of the trip like we didn't like after going through this in the beginning set the tone for how we need to react or act for the trip to come so it was actually really a good thing that it happened and we you know through the grace of god made it like on zero charge and minus you know battery in the red at minus 16 we made it limped it to the charger right and then they're still holding the ferry for us so so let me ask you, so this I didn't know, and I'm assuming a lot of people don't know, or maybe it's just me because I'm stupid, but you said it went into the minus? The the car actually does that? It yeah, doesn't just hit red, zero. And, and it was like yes. minus 16. Minus 16. 16 yeah. what? Kilometers or percent? Yeah. yeah. Kilometers. But, wow. But so that's, that's knew, a reserve, knew, right? Yeah. I knew that Porta Basque was at sea level. And I knew that we were quite high up in the mountains. And I knew from, from the drive there that the first thing you do when you get off the ferry is you go up and up and up and up. So I knew that if we made it to the, the top uh, of, of the mountains along that coast, that we'd have a good chance to make it because we were going to get – well, actually, we were plowing snow, right? There was so much snow on the road that um, – uh, all I knew was that there was a descent at the end, and we had fingers and everything else crossed uh, that we'd just be able to get to, to the charger prior to the ferry, which was the other issue, is that we needed a charge to get on the ferry uh, because the car had to spend the night on the ferry and get to the next charger on the other side of the ferry. Right. So, so we had to charge for, I think it was only 15 minutes. Just to get 5%. Pardon? Just to get 5%. Five, yeah, we, 16 yeah, minutes and 5%. Yeah. We went from below... Uh, to, to minus, it was minus, uh, I don't remember, minus three or four at that point. And yeah. then we went to like a 5% charge and thought, great, we got lots. We can get on the ferry and we'll make it to the next charge, which which we did. And then the snow caught up with us again. So Yeah, was, I mean, we were coming down the, we were coming yeah. down the hill to get to that charger on 0% for probably 20 clicks, 20 maybe? Kilometers, yeah. 20 kilometers? Yeah. At least on yeah. zero. And wow. Jeff's like, what are you going to do? I'm going like, you just slow it up, no yeah. heat, and away well, we, we go. We had a routine. Uh, um, yeah. Cyril was operating the, the, the HVAC, um, and I'd just say, give me a blast. He'd blast the defrost, clear the window enough I could see. We'd shut, it, shut her down again. And, um, uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it was nursing the car. And the momentum, because there was so much snow on the road, um, it was tough to judge the momentum to keep the car going. Um, uh, uh, in, you know, so because we could have bogged down, it was a lot the, snow of drag. Was that, yeah. the snow was that deep. Oh my god, a lot of drag, a lot of drag. We, we so were dragging, we had no choice though. Like, yeah. we had a lot of drag, we, we yeah. fought everything we could possibly fight. We went into the negative, we went into zero, we ran it down like 20 yeah. clicks to nothing. And but you're at the point of no return, 
So yeah. it's like, yeah, we don't have a chance what, to do anything else other than get there. The one thing I learned from him was just keep going. And that's what we did. Yeah, yeah. That's all I said. He's just like, just keep going. We cannot stop. We're at the point of no return anyways, right? Yeah, so we yeah. We need to do what we need to do to get it there. Pray that we get it there. And we got, I mean, we got it. And from there on in, we learned a valuable lesson that we well, what was that lesson? anything, anything, we shouldn't take anything for granted that yeah. we're going to run into a shit storm anywhere across the rest of our trip, you know? Yeah. And we were prepared for it because we weren't prepared for that. The buffers that we were leaving were fine and they were calculated, but they didn't take everything into consideration. And that is accumulating snow. Mother nature, man. Um, yeah, I mean, we that, that was the worst storm. I've lived in Canada a long time, and that's the worst winter storm uh, driving conditions I've ever seen. Wow. Yeah, wow. like snow right over the car. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. So, okay, so picture that, folks. You're driving – whether you want to say you're trying to do a cross-country trek for a record or anything, but you're driving in a foreign province, so you don't know where you're, you know where you're going, but you got to catch a ferry, you have a, a certain deadline, your battery is dying, you're now into the negatives, you shut off the heat, so now your windows are fog up every now and then, you got to blast it just to see where you're going. You can't, you can't go too fast because the driving no conditions are treacherous. Yeah, there's no one else on the road. No you can't pull over to the other side, side of the road because you're just going to get stuck because you, you guys were telling me before there's just even yeah. more snow on the side. So yeah, just picture that. Like I, Most people would have just stopped and turned around and said, you know what, screw this. <laughs> you couldn't turn around? There was nowhere to turn around? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. True. Good point. Good point. Okay, so that was yeah, Newfoundland. Just keep going. But I've got to say one thing about Newfoundland. We One thing we agreed on uh, uh, when we got to the ferry is that uh, – Newfoundland deserves a massive customer service award because the people were so good, so accommodating, so friendly. Uh, when we got onto that ferry, um, they, they were basically waiting for us. Shut um, the lights off, yeah. The, the, the lights, there were just lights left in one lane, and we followed a guy in. We got in, uh, and the lights were all going off behind us. It was, um, it, and, and, you know, they were all saying, great, you made it. And, and, and yeah, I mean, it was yeah. amazing. I mean, they awesome. didn't know we were driving across Canada. We were just saying, hey, listen, yeah. you know what? We're yeah. coming, we're, we're coming, coming, we're, we're coming. coming. <laughs> like, just like regular Joes, and we've booked the ferry, so. Well, that's even know. more amazing. Yeah, they don't know you from sure. Adam. They didn't no, have to. No, we explained, you know, we yeah. explained that we were trying to get there, and we knew we were. Yeah, we're doing our best. And yeah. would they keep the gate open for us? And and they said, yeah, sure. You know, if you get here 10 minutes before sailing, we'll try yeah. and let you in. And they, well, they were so nice and so accommodating. It was great. That's Absolutely. Canadians for you, or even better yet, uh, East Coast East Canadians. Coast yeah, yeah. <laughs> they'll give the shirt off their back for you. I mean, yeah. they were amazing. That's awesome. So nice. Oh, okay, so that's Newfoundland. So you get on the ferry, you go over, and I don't know, I don't correct me if I'm wrong by just brushing over that. Uh, you go over the ferry, and now you're in Nova Scotia, and that's where the mainland part of your trip begins. You want to. Walk us through Nova Scotia. Cape Breton Island when you get off the ferry. And the first thing we had, we had um, a huge uh, uh, bonus of 5% uh, charge. <laughs> in, in North Sydney, about, about uh, it's only about maybe less than 10 kilometers from the ferry. Yeah, I think uh, it was like 10, 16 kilometers. Something like there, there's a Sobeys there with a flow charger. And uh, we, we made it there. And actually it was funny because when we got there, I think the parking lot was clear. 
uh, we parked the car, yeah. plugged in, went into Sobeys and, and uh, went to the deli and grabbed some food. And uh, by the time we came out, the car was covered in snow again. <laughs> and the, the storm had, had found us uh, and basically followed us all the way to New Brunswick. So uh, wow. it, was, it was, that was a quite a day, that drive. Yeah. So, now, from, from the ferry and, and all the way to New Brunswick, Correct me if I'm wrong. You guys didn't use any. Uh, you still haven't hit a supercharger. This is all still public yeah. chargers, right? Yes. Uh, the reason I asked that, I, I mean, I knew the answer, but I, I want to let everyone at home know. Um, but also, somebody in the chat asked uh, about the CCS adapter. You guys, did you have a CCS adapter at the time? And was there any uh, difference in using that compared to the Chatmo and in, in no, the chargers? I had, the you guys had? I had the CTEC with me just as yeah. a backup, just in case, but. It's finicky. So the CTEC CCS adapter, which is not the Tesla official one, yeah. uh, I had it with me, but we never used it because I know it's finicky with firmware, uh, and the Chatamo worked every time. So we only used the the Chatamo, and the the CTEC CCS adapter emulates Chatamo, so there would have been no speed advantage if the CTEC was working, right? So. Okay. So it's not the same as the Tesla CCS adapter, but um, I, I brought it with me just in case. You know, I mean, if, if uh, somebody stole one, we'd, we'd have the other. So. Yeah. And according to, to PlugShare, because I've done my research for, like I said, I'm going out there, the, all the ones in Nova Scotia there, the third-party public ones that are Chatmo and CCS, they're both the same rate. So even if you have the genuine all, Tesla one. All are 50s, yes. Yeah, they're 50, yeah. so I think you get 57 maybe at at peak. Okay, so any, anything memorable? Do you guys want to talk about uh, Nova Scotia or do you want to go into New Brunswick? The whole trip is a blur, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for watching, guys. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, so you, you keep making your way west. I'll, I'll let you guys. I don't want to dictate. I'll let you guys tell the story. Well, huge relief when we got back in the Tesla supercharger network. I mean, huge, huge relief. And, and that was that was where probably um, uh, uh, just at the New, New Brunswick um, Nova Scotia border. Mm -hmm. <coughs> uh, Adelac or what's it called? Oh, Alec. Alec. Yeah, Alec. Yeah. Alec. yeah, yeah. That's right. That's yeah. the right. furthest east one, I guess. Yeah. On. yeah. And now this is the whole Trans Canada Highway you're taking now, right? Right. Yeah. Actually, yeah. we stayed on the Trans Canada all the way through, unless like there was a place. North Sydney part of the highway actually was closed because of too much snow, so we had to divert on. A, and I've got video of of um, of part of that road with this, again snow drifts piling up over the over the uh, windows of the car. Um, that that storm fall was following us, so we were trying to make the best escape. Time. It yeah yeah, and that was actually running like just on the opposite side of the lake that was there That's anyway. Right. The highway one was on one side. Yeah. So the highway that was closed was on side. one side yeah. of the lake. We had to go on the left side of the lake, but it was open yeah. for some reason. Yeah, so. which is a longer, slower route, but yeah. whatever. I mean, we had to do it. We didn't have a choice. Yeah. Like, we had to keep going. But yeah, once we got through there, and like I said, like when we get on the Tesla charging network, forget about it, man. Like we're just <laughs> sailing across, right? Nice Night that, that's when you can get into August. a rhythm, right? And, and, yeah. and yeah. Okay, well, let me ask you this. Um, I got a question. So when you were on the East Coast of Newfoundland and everything, and, and Nova Scotia, you were using the public chargers. Typically, on average, how long were you guys charging for? Uh, quick one would be 
half an hour, 20 minutes, maybe? I was going to say half hour, quickly. Because you're still trying to work the bottom of the battery, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So probably 20 minutes to half hour, but like for the leg from Deer Lake to Porta Basque, uh, it's over 250 kilometers, so we were we would have dinner. We would, yeah. And, and even if it wasn't time to eat, we would plan our travel with a long leg, uh, with a meal. Yeah, good, good. Yeah. And then when you hit the superchargers, what what times are you looking at then? Fifteen <laughs> max. It, it seemed like nothing. <laughs> Cause, yeah, yeah, like fifteen yeah. max, maybe. Really? Yeah. Were you? A lot of them are two, are are V threes, so they're two fifties, and and. Yeah. Um, so basically, most superchargers, we would stop, run in, use the washroom, grab a coffee or a whatever. Some of them, a convenience store or sandwich, donut, whatever. Come well, by the time we got back to the car, and 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 uh, keyed in the navigation to the next supercharger, Figure it out, would yeah. say you're ready to to resume your trip, mm-hmm. um, and then we'd calculate a quick buffer. Uh, whether you know, depending on the temperature, the yeah. temperature we never saw above freezing until we got to BC. Wow, I, yeah. I think it ranged from minus about minus seven was the warmest, and and stayed around minus. It went down to twenty minus twenty eight, um, and sort of minus twenty two yeah. was 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 at night was normal, right? So yeah, yeah. It, I mean, I'm not taking anything away. It was cold, but just for everyone at home, uh, our, our yeah. uh, imperial friends, this is all yeah. Celsius. Yeah. <laughs> it would be stupid if it was fair. Right? Yeah. Okay, so um, now did you guys stop at every supercharger or did you find yourself skipping some? Well, we, we skipped a couple. I mean, we skipped a couple because we, we just skip a we had to calculate. It was all calculations, right? It yeah. was all math. From the tree, audience, right? Like in Quebec, there's lots of them, oh, yeah. but we wanted to get through Montreal. Um, uh, so Tiny. you don't yeah. want to stop in Montreal. Like right. through a major city, you'd want to stop just before, get through it, and stop after. Yeah, I mean, we, time, we tried to time the traffic too, right? Like we did. We tried. Through yeah. Quebec and Montreal, we're like, hey, yeah. we don't want to hit rush hour in yeah. Montreal. So I know, made I him have, drive. I, I made him drive through Montreal because yeah. he, didn't, he didn't want to. So I made him. <laughs> <laughs> he made me drive through there at night. He made me drive through there at night when he was sleeping again. <laughs> and then, and then get this. I wanted to go to sleep, and then he woke me up. I said, "We're here. We're Montreal." So <laughs> and, he, and then, and then he woke me up to drive, and it's like dead traffic. And I'm like, "You were supposed to drive through this traffic. What the hell is your?" Problem? Well, that's where you use autopilot. <laughs> I didn't want to go. I didn't want to go through the traffic, but he's like, uh, and I'm like, "Okay, great." No, actually, he volunteered to drive through Montreal. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. I hate now that's a good question. Did you guys hit any traffic? Like you're saying, talking about Montreal, maybe oh, Toronto. Mm-hmm. So yeah. without that traffic, your time would have been even less. Yeah. Do you think? Yeah. So Montreal, but it wasn't. It wasn't really bad traffic. It was traffic heavy, but not. Um, I mean, you can sit okay. in Toronto for for ages if you hit it wrong. But uh, yeah, but you didn't. You didn't drive through it. I drove through. You were sleeping. Yeah. Well, I was watching there was traffic. There was, it was a my lot of car. I didn't want you to hit anybody. Traffic, right. <laughs> It was stop traffic. Let's yeah. not, hey, Doc said we have to be honest here, okay? So let's be honest, right? Yeah, cities suck. He gave me the car in the city and stuck in stop traffic. Yeah. That's what now, he did. did he yeah. give it to you or is this how it worked out, though, Cyril? Yeah, okay. no, that, that was the deal. Out. He volunteered for Montreal, and I said I would do Vancouver. So, so <laughs> I, yeah, I, we knew that was going to be a challenge. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, so um, now... I know, not from experience, but I know 
trying to track you guys. Oh, and by the way, you guys had a whole tracker going this whole time, right? Uh, people could have followed and tracked you. We had a live tracker on your phones, and it showed up, showed your GPS location at any given time, how fast you were going, when you'd stop. That's how you knew you're charging. And uh, Drive Tesla Canada had, had hosted the tracker on their website for you guys, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. thanks to Darren that at Drive Tesla was Canada. So, yeah. The tracker was so accurate. It, it, about halfway through, I realized that uh, it even you could even track us into the washrooms. Uh, if you, <laughs> if you took the phone, <laughs> yeah, true. No, okay, so have audio. <laughs> yeah. Now, when you guys uh, get through Montreal and you hit Ontario, uh, the reason I bring up this tracker and everything because I was tracking you guys, and I think I went to bed at one one day, and I woke back up after a full night's sleep, and you were still in Ontario. Thirty I, hours. Yeah. I was gonna say, how long? Thirty hours. I think we were, I think we talked about it and we said it would be about thirty hours from, from yeah it was long man yeah. Ontario is way too big terrible it's terrible I think we should divide it up into reasonable uh, <laughs> it should have I've heard that before too and and anyone that's not familiar with Canadian geography or even Ontario the reason it, it's it's a big province don't get me wrong I mean um, there's some stats some comparisons of how many other countries you can put in the province of Ontario and still have more room. I forget what they are off the top of my head. But because we have the, the Great Lakes and you have to go around the Great Lakes, that's what takes long. If you were in the greater Toronto area and you wanted to get over to Manitoba or Saskatchewan and you plugged it in a GPS, nine times out of ten, Google Maps or something will tell yes. you to go go underneath the yeah, Great Lakes yeah. and through the states. Yeah, that's how, that's how yeah. much out of the way – going over top the Great Lakes takes, yeah. So any any problems in, in Ontario? Uh, through around Dryden somewhere, um, the, the, I was following an Escalade and um, uh, it hit a deer. And, That's and your that, first mistake. That, that was, <laughs> I was, unfortunately he hit it, I was behind oh. him. And uh, so yeah, I, I, that was a bit of a shock. So uh, yeah, he hit a deer. Um, yeah, and, and coyote ran in front of me. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we, yeah, the moose actually, the moose stayed on the side, which was good. But we did the see moose and a deer stayed on the side of the road. Yeah, yeah. we did. Wow. We did see some some wildlife through there. Yeah. Oh, good. So yeah, I was going I was wondering. You went across one of the most wilderness countries in the world, and you must, whether it was winter or what, you must have seen wildlife. So yeah, that's good to know. I'm glad you didn't see it the hard way or the dangerous way. And Clyde, is. was that person in the Escalade okay, I guess? Um, it, it, I think he just clipped it at the back uh, oh, okay. from what I saw. Uh, they pulled over. Um, and uh, I mean, everyone's got cell phones and everything now. So so the other traffic kept going. It was also snowing at the time. So yeah, we, we, uh, we did not stop. Okay. Uh, they, they 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 did they didn't go off the road or anything they just pulled over. So, did the deer uh, make it? Do we know? Uh, that I don't know. I think it just clipped because I saw the hind legs go up. But uh, uh, yeah, it was it was a shock and and made me it certainly uh, woke me up. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. I can imagine. Okay, and then um, from Ontario, giving a little uh, Canadian geography lesson. Uh, next comes uh, Manitoba. How? How was Manitoba weather-wise, uh, drive-wise? Oh, Manitoba. I didn't care about weather-wise and drive-wise. Yeah. I cared about the shower. Yes, I, I was going to say Manitoba was great because we actually 
We had a shower. <laughs> oh, okay. Now you, you, you had time while charging to, to take that yeah. said shower? Actually, I smelled really nice, but uh, Cyril needed a shower. <laughs> <laughs> I knew one of you guys were going to make the wise crack. Well, I was waiting what, for it. <laughs> yeah, the, the great thing is in Manitoba is they have these huge truck stops. And and one of them had a, a I remembered from driving through there before, had a Petro-Canada charger. And so while we, we stopped, plugged into the Petro-Canada charger, uh, used the, the the shower um, while while we were charging, so it was just so the car would would uh, stay warm and and charge a little bit. But we were quick. I mean, we were in and out of there in half an hour. Yeah, it's quick when you're both showering at the same time. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, <laughs> no, no, is it a is it a coin off shower? Whoa, whoa, whoa! That's the thing. There was two separate showers, man. I'm we were kidding. Not I know. Yeah. We're all grown men here. We're all yeah. secure it's a truck, men. It's a truck driver. Uh, shower station so so like there's a it's the back of the convenience store okay and, and the, they've got showers in there and a bunch of um uh, rooms and the way you go but let me uh, say yeah, it was we, nasty too I we didn't get the, the cleanest showers in in manitoba i don't think that was yeah. Uh, yeah. we beggars aren't choosers at that point right yeah, yeah i yeah. think i stood on my two big toes <laughs> yes yeah 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 <laughs> yeah it was not a five-star not a five I would have been stuff. better throwing snow on the outside. In the <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> was, was, uh, now this didn't take you off the route or anything or, or off no, plans? No, right no, no, no. Okay. Okay. No, it worked out. Yeah. That was, okay. That was our only break, really. I mean, that was our only break. Yeah. yeah. And okay. damn, it felt good. Yeah. Oh, I can imagine. Oh, yeah. You, you, you got to do that, right? You, yeah. Okay. So, so you're now showered and, uh, coming out of Manitoba or going into Manitoba uh, or going through Manitoba still. How was uh, Saskatchewan? Same as like... Manitoba. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Flat, flat. So, yeah, through through the, the prairies, we had uh, cold and windy conditions. Um, and uh, actually, as I recall, there were no, the, the driving wasn't that bad until we got to Alberta. Yeah, it was so, good. Like across the prairies. Yeah, across the prairies was, it was, was super fantastic. Was, we went was through there like, <laughs> We went through that night too, so it was like yeah. it was good. It was good yeah. clipping along. Yeah, right. You know, not no traffic. We made, we made good time right? across the prairies. Yeah, and there, yeah, that's where we made good time for sure. And the chargers are all great. They're they're right by the side of the road. They're they're um, yeah, they're not off the beaten path at all. Yeah, yeah. good. Now. Um, did you guys oh what was i gonna ask you I, I i had a thought and you know when you have a thought and then it just leaves your mind for a sec um okay so oh i was gonna say so your efficiency if it was flat must have been pretty decent right mm -hmm. well we're Definitely. going against the wind don't forget oh it's a headwind well oh, yeah, we went shoot. from east to west and and oh uh, yeah, i guess we yeah did that's true. We did everything the hard way so uh yeah that's true yeah, yeah. but, so but, but gonna, I mean, wind. yeah but one, regardless one, once good. we were back, the car did really well. So. Okay. Well, what was the average? Maybe I shouldn't ask you that. Is this maybe this is the one time you guys can lie if you want <laughs> for the viewers at home? But what was your average speed? And I know when you guys went through some some touchy weather, so I think we had the average speed at like 55, 60 kilometers. Really? Well, over the whole map, like the whole distance. Yes. Yeah, through the whole trip. Yeah, that yeah. Includes, oh, yeah. that includes the ferries. 
<laughs> crawling at 19 yeah, kilometers. But, but um, yeah, because the tracker was on while we were on the ferries as well, right? So yeah. the, the average speed is 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 slowed. But uh, for most of our trip, um, if if we were able to do the speed limit, we were in good shape because it meant the weather was was good. But um, um, the the other thing that um, I'd like to, to sort of work on formalizing a little bit is sort of uh, guidelines for doing a trip like this. Um, if we're talking about records or, or just to, so other people can compare similar trips mm -hmm. is that if you get a speeding ticket, you're done. I, I don't think that, I think if you're trying to set, yeah, yeah. That, that um, uh, anybody who tries to do a trip like this and, and get credit for it or, or whatever, I, I think a speeding ticket is something that, that, uh, should, should should count you out <laughs> true yeah i should know why because yeah. i mean first safety and foremost is, it should yeah, be safety yeah, exactly yeah and the next thing is if someone does do it and they kind of beat our time jeff we can always take my car next time that's right and we won't get it <laughs> yeah. well you can still get a speeding ticket you'll yeah. get more than a speeding but ticket. i was gonna no, say they have to yeah, yeah, to get a speeding ticket and, and how many days in jail until yes, yes, <laughs> once yes. they see the lights they're not gonna pull you over man i'll tell you i'll tell you right now <laughs> for anyone that, uh, i'm not even gonna go into it okay so like uh, i'll put the slideshow back up for people watching at home guys as you're as you're telling the story don't get caught up in the slideshow um mm. because it goes so fast by the time you think of commenting on something the picture's gone and then it's on to the yeah. next one okay is everybody, so is everybody asleep or are there more questions <laughs> uh yeah yeah if you do have more questions guys as as these guys are um giving us their accounts of their trip and a uh, little tips here and there if you got a question for these guys uh put it down in the comments and uh i'm monitoring i'm actually uh, doing a pretty good job monitoring and i'll i'll uh ask these guys the questions while we got them live here so so you're saying it got a it got a little worse the weather-wise when once you hit Alberta. Uh, yeah, BC. Uh. Yeah, BC. We we had to um, actually roads and traffic were roads were closing around Calgary, uh, so again um, the Trans Canada through Calgary was uh, the uh, trucks. Um, uh, we followed the trucks that were diverted. There was a road closed uh, section we came to, so we actually traveled uh, south of Calgary. Um, uh, and and all we did was put the navigation on Canmore, um, and by the time we got to Canmore, the the weather was a little better. But through Calgary, it was um, um, yeah. Actually, I have friends in Calgary that that um, we were going to run out and wave to us, but if they did, that we wouldn't have seen them. It was it was pretty horrible. Awesome. Yeah, it was horrible. Yeah. Wow. I was hoping we'd get some muffins, but that never happened. <laughs> so so then you. So then you get to the. Is there anything of of note or that was remarkable that you well, want to mention? Yeah, in, in only that once we hit BC, we were we were. Um, I, I think it was around three in the morning when we were in Medicine Hat, and that's when we were calculating. So Medicine Hat is is just before the BC border, and uh, uh, we were really trying to figure out whether we could meet meet the Horseshoe Bay ferry. Um, and, and, uh, it was, it was a long, long way. Um, it was funny cause people online were saying no way. Um, yeah. I, was, I was mostly concerned about getting almost there and then traffic in Vancouver. Cause I used to live in Vancouver and I know how bad the traffic is. Uh, cause the, the ferry was at, um, 845, I believe that we had to, we had to get that ferry. Um, and, and we made it. So, um, that, that whole day. 
I mean, we, we were tired, but I think we were also psyched and we were really focused on, on doing everything we could uh, to, to get to, make that, it. Yeah. To, to get that, that ferry. And, and again, I learned from Cyril, uh, I, I'd say, I don't know about the, the I know that this, we're going to go through at rush hour, the traffic's going to be bad. And he just said, let's just keep going, keep going, keep going. And we did. Perseverance. Yeah, the push was, the push was on. I mean, like, like yeah. I said, like, you know, safety first, right. Um, but the push, you know, it's like when you see the finish line, right? Like you got to give it that last kick. You cannot let off at this yeah. point. Like for medicine hat on, I was just saying, Jeff, you know what? Start recalculating everything. Yeah, Remember and, I, and I was just going to say, and what we're talking about is is all the calculations you have to do yes. to, to, to know exactly how much uh, energy the car needs, uh, just enough to get to the next charger. And again, you have to take all the driving um conditions in, in, yeah. into account. And, and so when we're talking about, um, uh, you know, doing everything we can to get there, it, it's not going fast. It's, it's driving as efficiently as possible and charging as efficiently as possible. Yeah. That last, um, like you said, from medicine head on, it was, yeah. you know, for me, it was like, you know, you can visualize the goal, right? Like yeah. that ferry is the goal. And when we're this close, we cannot let up. Right, no, so actually, this coast was still far away. That was a yeah. lot of distance we covered in a yeah. day. I didn't, I didn't realize that because that yeah. wasn't really the distance wasn't in my head. It was just yeah. the calculate. Like I know I left all the calculations to you, and you know me. Like I kept telling you to change it all the time. Yeah, recalculate it. Try yeah. a different method. Yeah. I must have told you like leaving medicine hat like five or ten different times. Check another route. Check another planet. Check another charger. Right. Yeah. Well, it wasn't so much the route. It was how. Yeah. Um, which charger we should stop at. Right on the um, route. Just yes. remember, around Hope, there was a landslide, and uh, yes. yeah. when you that, when, we when I know from living in Vancouver, when you get to Hope, it feels like you're almost home. But um, there was a landslide, and there were detours, and the detour took us further away from the charger that we needed to get to. Yeah. Um, and we actually turned around and 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 did go a different route to get into Hope. Uh, using using ways or another another app. So, yeah, working the apps all the time, always having a plan B was was right. critical, to, yeah. so that you can keep going and you're never stuck. Like if 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 you run into a barrier, uh, you know what to do next, um, and that that that's that's hard to do. You know, I, like you know, you have to re use your resources too. Like I mean, we're going through BC, we're going through mountains. We have crappy cell connectivity and stuff like yeah. that. So. You know, we had uh, someone, you know, in Richmond, BC, you know, Ken from teslamarket.ca yeah. uh, helping us, uh, you know, try to coordinate uh, like the ferry for us too, right? Yeah. And we're just like, you know what, just like book it. We're, you know, we're, you know, we're almost there. And yeah. we, we had to decide. It, you have to uh, use your resources, right? We had to decide at one point, do we book the ferry or not? Are we going to mm -hmm. make the ferry or not? We need to have a ticket. Uh, with us and and yeah, Ken. Once we decided to commit, uh, Ken booked the ticket and and um, uh, yeah, it was on our phones and away. We, we just barely made it there too. Oh, so like, close. We were so like, remember, I was I was like screaming at you, like, oh, it's okay, there's no traffic, and then you're you're in the HOV lane and you're behind this van, and I'm going like, just get out of the HOV lane and then pass them. Like, what are you doing? Like, we got to make this ferry, and you're like, well, you know, well, we're making, you know, you're so casual, and I'm like, dude. Stop yeah. being casual, man. Like, there's yeah. a sense of urgency here. And he's like, no, I don't want to cross the chevrons. And it's illegal. I don't care. I don't care about the chevrons. 
Yeah. He's not well, a medium. It's again, not a again, just yeah. Go around this guy. Go no, around him, no, Matt. Or get, off the, get out of the driver's seat. No, That's a, a ticket would have ruined it. Ticket would have ruined it. You did the right no, thing. No, I, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, you want to drive safely and everything, and yeah. but and and it sounds like Cyril was was the push uh, without being annoying. And I know he's not annoying, but he, he was giving you a little bit of um, encouragement and push, which which made it happen. So you guys catch this ferry. How but, long is this ferry? I let him out in the highway, but I picked him up again. So yeah, that, was, that was a running joke. Well, I remember hearing that. <laughs> So how long no is the, the ferry going over no to Victoria? <laughs> Not very long. No. Sorry. No. The, the ferry long? from BC to the island. Uh, from uh, yeah. well, yeah, that's another thing that I really wanted to do on this route was to take the Horseshoe Bay to Nanaimo Ferry, uh, because the original BC portion of the Trans Canada started in Victoria, uh, to Nanaimo and 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 Horseshoe Bay. So, um, yeah, we I wanted to stay true to that true route. True to the route. Yeah. We could have gone to Tsuwasan, which other uh, cross-country uh, trips have done, and gone straight to Victoria. But I, I, uh, it was me that uh, made that mistake and said, let's do it this way. Because uh, it was harder. That last stretch of highway was was hard. Yeah. And and uh, we also had to charge in Nanaimo, which, um, yeah, which, which was uh, out of our way yeah. uh, from from the, the ferry. We had ferry. to go out of our way to get back. Uh, so we had to to, to um, double up on about ten kilometers of, of highway there. So it was even longer than than I initially thought. So, but wow. we did it. We did it. Wow. Okay. So you get it. You get there. At, you you want to? Do you remember, or do you want to share your your final uh, time, or do you remember <laughs> your final yeah, time? Great. Yeah, we arrived. We we um, we arrived at. at uh, it was kind of unfortunate because we were at quarter after midnight on March fourth. Um, I, I was really hoping we'd come in under midnight, um, but but uh, we were yeah. Twelve minutes after we arrived at mile zero in Victoria, uh, there it is there. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, yeah. And th these people were up at midnight waiting for us. So it that's was, amazing. Yeah, yeah, we thought they were completely nuts, but we realized it might have been us too. So <laughs> <laughs> well, we knew we were nuts when we left from uh, St. John's. We yeah. Knew we were those people are exceptional, <laughs> yeah. exceptional over there, for yeah. sure. So, 100%. people in these So, from St. John's all the way to Victoria, 116 that, hours. 116 hours. How many kilometers or miles do you, do you have? 7,834, I think, was the is the number. But um, um, yeah, wow. well, almost almost 8,000 kilometers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in 160 hours. Wow. Yeah, and again, I I think if we had done that in a gas car, our stories about what happened and how we did it were not would not be that much different um, about the driving conditions and everything else. It would just be the the charging that that uh, and calculating um, that that makes it a little bit different. But I don't think uh, a gas car would have been all that much faster than us. It would have been boring. <laughs> That's all yeah. I know. Yeah. Okay, I got a couple. I got a few questions here. Uh, let's get to. And once again, like I said, folks, uh, we only have another uh, 10, 15 minutes here. But uh, if you have any questions, uh, put it down in the chat below, and I'll get these guys to answer it. So here's a question from uh, Scott. Um, uh, I've got something in the way here. He says, "Oh, if you don't mind saying, did you calculate the total cost for the uh, charging trip? Uh, for the charging? Can you show the the yep, graph?" I'll, while you get that ready, I will. The graph, uh, yeah. Yeah. 
So fortunately, the Tesla um, app uh, came out with charge stats uh, just before this trip. So I think this one is, is really, it's very simple to look at and shows everything really clearly. It includes uh, the entire trip from leaving from Burlington, Ontario, going to, going to Halifax, uh, picking uh, cereal up, going to St. John's, driving across to Victoria, and then my wife and I driving home. So um, uh, it's all there and, and uh, in, you know, the, the projected gas amount, the savings. And, and this is just when the supercharger prices went up. So my in my head, I had, had projected uh, about half of this cost because uh, I was calculating before the trip with, with the lower cost before the chargers uh, became more expensive. But still... Yeah, it, went, it went up a ways, like halfway through, right? I think we were uh, in Winnipeg or Saskatchewan. Mm, we, left on, we left on the 27th and then it went up. By the time we got back to the, to the Tesla... Uh, actually... We were just into Ontario when yeah. when, when the charges, uh, when, yeah. yeah. So we had a few cheaper ones. Uh, I, I have all of that uh, written down, but but basically, um, the the graph there shows you know the actual cost at the time anyway, right? So, yeah. Well, that that was um, that was amazing, uh, even for that price. Um, Har Harvey has a comment here. It's not really a question. He says, "Kudos to both of you." Um, to take on this trip in winter. What a great adventure. Congratulations. Thank yeah, you. Harvey. And again, Harvey did it in an Audi with um, Kent. Yep. Um, uh, hold on. Where's his name gone? Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, he, he did it in, in, in October, I believe. Um, and uh, their time was, was almost exactly the same as ours in, in the Audi in the summer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Here's another question from uh, Frutian. I hope I got your name right. Uh, hi from New Brunswick. Do you think you could make it across Canada as fast as, as you did if it was in a non-EV, a non-Tesla EV? Because no. we just talked about the gas car. Hmm. So if it was a non-Tesla. I don't no. think so. No. 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 You, you wouldn't get the, like, the, the whole network, the whole charging network is what makes Tesla – you know the number the number one there's no other you know manufacturer out there putting evs out the road that has the uh the infrastructure the support to to do it like this right so you know you're gonna you know starve at chargers or starve to find chargers or ones that are working right it's not I mean, the even tesla has ones that don't work but it's just it's it's rare yeah, it's true. It's true. Harvey asked another question here. Was the Trans Canada Highway open east of Golden? No. So that's that's where. Um, uh, sorry, east of Golden. Uh, the, uh, we did go through Golden, but then we took the the uh, Coquihalla because um, the the uh, so it's tricky because the the Trans Canada splits there, and yeah. then there's and then there's Highway Five. So you've actually got three major roads all of which do the same thing. The Coquihalla is much newer, so it's not officially the Trans-Canada, but, but the, uh, the signs on the road indicated that there were, there were um, uh, landslides in, um, on, on both, of the, uh, both of the major routes that go further west, so we cut and took the Coquihalla. And, and, yeah. yeah. And I, I think this might be a good point 
to mention too, or a good time to say, you guys, I don't know if you wanted to mention this or not. And, and if you don't want to mention it, then I'll just uh, <laughs> pretend I didn't ask it or mention it. Um, you guys planned on doing this before February, right? Like you want to do this around uh, New Year's and there was a lot of obstacles even out of your control that were uh, affecting uh, when you guys went, right? Like that whole, the whole thing in BC with the uh, floods. Yes. Yeah. We and had the, the, we had the, the, the COVID, how it ramped up in January, right? Yeah. Then we had the floods like in BC and there was still some, I think in Nova Scotia, right? Um, and then, you know, then the, the truckers, uh, like yeah. we didn't know what we we're going to run into. Oh, yeah, the truckers truckers. Truckers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we, we delayed everything. And while the trucker thing was still going, I think Jeff and I just said, you know what, like we, we just got to wing it now. Like, you know, they're leaving, they're, you know, vacating. We might still run into a little bit. We might not. But at that point it's like, we're running out of time, right? We're going to miss our window of uh, opportunity to get it in the worst weather conditions, right? Because that was the key. He was to fight it in the worst weather conditions as we but, could. Yeah, and I was checking, like Drive BC, each each province has a has um, a, a version of Drive BC. I think Drive BC is probably the, the best, um, which which gives you road conditions. And, and uh, I mean, there, there were times um, in, in uh, December, January, February when, when uh, there was no way. I mean, Vancouver was completely cut off. From the rest of Canada, you had to go down south to the states and, and come back up again. The the, um, the number of landslides and how they fixed that highway. I mean, when we came through, really, we saw lots of evidence of, of construction, but the, I was expecting much rougher roads and, and more detours. We we actually uh, that part of the the route um, uh, was amazing that they've repaired as well as they have. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, another question is um, also how was your return trip? Did you guys uh, take it slow and play tourist? <laughs> I did. <laughs> Hell no! I got my ass on the ferry, ass in the hotel, and ass on my plane to come back to work. I, yeah. There was no time for a plane tourist. No, yeah. not even like I'm gonna go out to BC. Like it's maybe out there, maybe it's not known, maybe it's known. But the people of BC, I'm coming out there to do some support for them. So I'm gonna try to get you know client base out there to help the people of BC out, service their Teslas and give them the support they need because they don't have it, apparently. Yeah. That's what I heard. So, you know, good Perfect. things coming to BC this summer. And there's a lot of Teslas. There's a lot of Teslas in BC. Oh, you think? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So so you, so you to answer to answer Frudian's question, you just took your time, and, and I think you said earlier in the podcast here, your wife met you out there, and you guys just yeah. so back. So flew out. My wife flew in, and um, we, we went uh, – and spend a few, few days on Vancouver Island uh, with with my son, who's now living in Squamish. We visited his place in Squamish, um, and then um, uh, visited friends in Crow's Nest Pass. So we took Route Three along along the U.S. border, the southern route, which um, uh, also had been closed uh, earlier in the winter. Um, and then uh, in Crow's Nest Pass, um, I woke up uh, one morning, the first morning we were there, and tested positive for COVID. So um, that that was it. We we just had to get in the car and drive home. So we did. Yeah, yeah. and that's that's why it's taken so long to do this podcast. Um, I, I was really sick for a month, and um, uh, yeah, it was not fun uh, to get COVID on the way back. And and uh, 
uh, yeah, anyway, uh, I'm glad I've recovered. I'm glad you recovered too, buddy. And I'm glad, glad it's, you're, you're better now. I'm glad you yeah. recovered because I have no one to hassle me. So glad <laughs> you're back. Yeah, sorry, Kent Rathwell. Sorry, that his, uh, Kent uh, um, uh, has a long history with EVs. He's also Sun Country Highway. And yes, I believe right. Kent, Kent set the record in, in, in for the first um, uh, level two charging across Canada. And I think it was 35 days, roughly. So, yeah, I've been paying attention to all these trips because they're they're historical, basically, and each one gets better and better, and 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 uh, the whole infrastructure is getting better. There's still some work to be done, but uh, but basically, it can be done. Yep. Another quick quick question here. If you guys know, if you don't know, then we'll just uh, pass over. Uh, what was your average um, watt hours per kilometer for the trip? Sorry, uh, and and it's Freudian. Oh, Freudian. Segment for <laughs> um, okay, so I know that in, in Newfoundland, when I looked at it, I was shocked because it was around 180, 185. Um, that was before the storms. When we hit the storms, we were over, we were around uh, 220 to 240. Yeah. Wow. And, and um, uh, I do remember looking at it in the mountains. There were, you know, when we were going up huge mountains, um, uh, I mean, it would go up as high as, as 400 um, uh, when you're when you're going up some through some of those passes, but um, the average for the whole trip um, was about 180. Uh, sorry, 179 when I got back. Oh wow! Yeah. So uh, the car the car is pretty amazing. It did it did really well considering the the, the weather. Yeah, the car did the car did awesome. Like there's yeah. just no. Yeah, the only complaints about the car were, were really the, the vision at the time. The software was bad. It's it's much improved. Yeah, um, but but it, it, would, it would have been so nice had it worked better. Um, uh, the it would have been nice to let the car do a little bit of the driving. Yeah, well, instead of all of me driving. Yeah, <laughs> good point. I I agree. I agree. Um, got one more question here, and I think we'll wrap it up uh, from Corey. Here it says, uh, "If there was anything you would do different on the trip, what would it be?" Now, get a better no, driving no, partner. One that I, can I knew I was. <laughs> you beat me to it. You beat me to it. I was <laughs> just about to say, <laughs> no. And in seriousness, seriousness, uh, is there anything, or you guys thought everything went um, smoothly and you wouldn't change anything? There was nothing really to change. I mean, we knew it was an adventure. Pretty much what to expect. You know, like, I mean, hitting that storm the first day, I mean, we knew that was going to be a challenge no matter no matter what. We're going in the wintertime. We're going against, you know, the wind. We're going against all the odds. We're going against, uh, like, me. I was worried more about the car and the heat, you know, the heat pump until they, you know, fix the issue with software. You know, were we going to have heat? Are we going to have, oh, you, know, you know, <laughs> some technician stop and fix us up along the way? Or, or never mind that. Just give us a part so I can fix it. But... <laughs> um, no, there's nothing really that we would have made differently. There's nothing we could yeah, have done differently, right? There's one thing that I would do, and that's not put the Chatamo um, adapter <laughs> in the front. In the front, yeah. So, Don't put anything in the front. Oh, front tell us front. that story so quickly. That was a huge mistake. So it started because um, going to the airport in Halifax, um, uh, I forget who he was, but the person I was picking up in Halifax <laughs> to, to go with me, 
insisted that I get the car washed before I picked him up. And it was he was half joking, but actually the temperature did go up. To, this guy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's the technician. So the temperature actually did go up to minus five that day, which I thought, great, it's warm. I, let's look for a car wash. So I, I had enough time to wash the car before going to the airport. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, it was minus five. It was like uh, everyone was in T-shirts. So um, anyway, I picked him up at the airport and we drove uh, out uh, again. We passed the last supercharger. We were into Nova Scotia where there are no more uh, uh, superchargers. We pull in to use the Chatamo adapter and, and the front doesn't open. So fortunately, I had a technician with me. Uh, because there was quite a bit of effort uh, in the, that Cyril put in to, to getting that frozen uh, frunk open. That, that was not easy. So don't put important things in your frunk when it's cold. Yeah, at, I mean, at, even, even when it's warm, I, I, I suggest <laughs> anyone on a road trip, yeah, even if yeah. it's not even when it's cold. Cyril, quickly, very, very quickly, we gotta, we got to wrap this up. But quickly, how do you fix that problem when your frunk gets uh, well? Seized? I mean, we always had we had we always had this problem with the Model Three when it came out, right? Since twenty eighteen, so the twenty eighteen had a primary secondary latch, right? And one would work or one wouldn't work, and then you have to like pick it. The twenty twenty ones were different; like it's got a primary secondary all built into the same latch, so you have to try to just get it up and spray it with WD forty, heat it up, warm it up, and then try to just you know breathe life into it by making it try to like warm up and release. Okay. But with, like I said, 2018 to 2020 is different. Two latches on either side um, that you'd have to like pop off and go in there and manually do, right? So, oh, well. I mean, like there's probably YouTube videos, all of this stuff, whatever. Right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. But, but that was, that was, uh, I mean, we lost time. That sucked, yeah. And that, and, sucked. And that was probably, um, uh, besides the driving conditions, that was, that was the uh, other human error that that uh, I wouldn't do again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you can't really say it was you mean, human well, error. It's it's not your fault. Yeah, well, there's something it's the I manufacturer, didn't think. Manufacturer error. Yeah. yeah. Right? Uh, okay, I'll, I'll ask you guys this. Speaking of which, would you do this trip again? Yeah. Chirp, 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 chirp. You're the crickets. You're the crickets in the back. Yeah. No, you know why? I, I <laughs> be honest. Be honest. And I don't mean make taking jabs at each other like jokingly. But oh. would you take the trip again with or without each other? Different? Would you? Uh, I, I, mean, I think I know the answer, and I and I think I have. A, there's two different ways to take that trip. There's either like to to make a statement, to make a point, or there's the trip where you just want to go across Canada, enjoy the the country that it is, right? Yeah. Like. Definitely going across Canada to, to enjoy the country that it is. It's beautiful. It's great. Yeah. And I highly recommend people to do it in the summertime, right? You know? Um, and do it in an country. EV. Yeah, I mean, you can still yeah, do it. You like, can do in, it. In an EV, it's even better to do it's it, better. obviously, in the summertime. Yeah. You can enjoy it. Um, would I do it to, like, not really race across or but to, to, prove the, to prove the point? No, we've already done it. Right. Yeah, yeah. We've already done it. We've already accomplished our goal was to prove the point and dispel the myths of getting across Canada in the wintertime in an EV. We've done that. Um, would we want to? Would I want to do it, or Jeff want to do it to take you know a family or you know well, somebody, uh, a group of people across? Yeah, for sure. It's a great. Somebody country. suggested we 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 do um, Mexico in the winter. <laughs> it, it was a little bit of a loaded question when I asked the guys because yeah, that's nice. beca yeah, because I apologize I apologize because I, I, I sort of knew the answer because um, 
everyone I've heard or I've spoken to that has done it, like you said, Harvey and Kent, uh, Ian and Trev, they wouldn't do it again. Uh, I, at least I know uh, Trev and, and, and Ian said they wouldn't do it again. And not that it was terrible or not with the company they had. It's just like you guys said, you've done it. There's no need to do it again. You, you did it. You proved that you can do it. Uh, it's grueling. It probably takes years off your life. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, it's debatable. But um, but My it's, it's black it could be done. Yeah, you're, yeah, you did. I had a full head of hair. Yeah, you and you had a full head of hair. Okay, guys. Um, yeah. Thanks yeah, very yeah. much for for yeah. giving if us your another account. challenge. I would consider it. So yeah, um, yeah I'm not. You know done what? Yeah, thing. like I mean, if someone's gonna like challenge it and legitimately do it and be successful and shave like 16 hours off our time, I'm yeah. a competitive guy. Yeah. No, well, no doubt about it. We know that we could do better. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. and it's all relevant to like everything that's involved. You yeah. know, winter going east to west, what time of the year it is, um, what are you driving? Like, I mean, hey, let's call it what it is. Like, there's other EVs out there on the market. Like, Audi did it in the summertime. Like, would Audi want to try to tackle this east to west, mile zero to mile zero in the wintertime? I don't know. Would they want a professional driver like myself who's smart and intelligent? Probably, yeah, they would want to hire Probably someone not. like yeah. me. Um, yeah. You're right. You're right, though. There's so many EVs on the, coming on the market or are already the on the market. Truck, they, they, they somebody will do it in a Cybertruck when they come out. Yes, in a Cybertruck. Yes. And I will have a lights and siren on my Cybertruck and a snowplow on top of it. Snowplow we can use. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. I have a okay, guys. For my cyber truck. Thank you very truck. much for, for – um, joining me on this this was a special podcast and uh and i'm glad i got you guys on uh i appreciate your time and, and effort to take time out of your busy schedule like i said uh we want to do this earlier but we had to wait for, till everyone was healthy and everything and i'm glad we did and i'm glad we, we were able to do it so thank you very much you two for for a to begin with doing it and proving to everyone that it can be done once again, uh, and and in in the Tesla community and in the EV community, but also also thanks for coming on and uh, telling everyone your story. Thanks for hosting it. No yeah, problem. Thanks for having us, Dax. Thanks. No yeah. problem. It was a wild and, trip. Wild ride. And I, I've, I'm matching. I forgot to say this, Cyril. <laughs> I've got mine. And uh, Jeff gave his away. My my son is wearing. Yeah. yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. Uh, you know Winter what? Automotive. If you live Winter in the GTA. Or in BC this summer. BC this summer, yeah. He's coming your way, folks. Coming this guy, way, man. This guy is, is a genius when it comes to uh, Teslas, yeah. and he can help you out. And It's going to be a thing. Yeah. BC people, watch out. Yeah. Coming for you. And uh, this is coming in a couple days, the CCS review. I, someone just mentioned it. So that's coming in a couple days. You, you'll be surprised when you see what happens. Thanks very much. Uh, we're coming up to the one hour and a half mark, and I think we should end it here. Thanks, guys. Thanks for everyone down in the chat and every, all the viewers that were watching and are participating and, and contributing by asking questions. Thanks very much, guys. We'll catch you on the next one. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.